to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Waifu, waifu. My tell him, is that you? What's happening, Mr. Crank That Polo? This is episode 191. <laughs> As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex and Don't Talk Shop.com. I was in a good mood until that just happened. Um, <laughs> It's also brought to you by Patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Make sure you go to Patreon.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Get early access to the video version of the podcast, access to our bonus conversational podcast, the after story video version, and read alongs with Polo, watch alongs with Tell. And again, we're sorry about the, the content missing there. This week, Tell got sick, so we couldn't do the after story, but we will have an after story coming for you soon. Um, a really good one coming up too. It's gonna to be real, real, real dope. Two, two very dope topics. I can't wait to talk about them on the after story. Make sure you get exclusive access to that on Patreon.com/slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. You don't want to tell them what the topic is, just in case they want to come by for it. Yeah, yeah, we, sure, sure. Um, the first topic was uh is going to be about breakups and how to handle them and how we handle them. Um, we probably should start that one all over. By the way. Oh yeah, I'm I'm 100 for that. Yeah. Um, cause I was dead tired. Uh, and then the second topic, tell what was your topic? Cause that was my topic. Social engineering. Yeah, basically, uh, you know, engineering relationships and reactions with other people and stuff like that and how that affects regular life. Mm-hmm. So make sure you check that out on my check. Yeah. It's dope. It's dope. Dude, last week was so good. Last week was so good. I'm going to speak on this week. It's going to give away what last week's was. Okay. But I have to because I have to. I, I want to get this announcement in there because I feel it's necessary to dis, dis, to discuss to our anime community. Um, but let's get back to Patreon. Patreon.com. The show Mike Check Wife Wife is also brought to you by our Patreon producers. Shout out to our Patreon producers AB, Aaron Brown, Dre the Goat, G, Johnny from Show Go High, Ken the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast, and Show Go High. Explicitly, Monique Williams and Nachi. Oh, Nachi and. Safir, shout out to Fear. Uh, we appreciate y'all for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. We couldn't do it without y'all. It means the everlasting world to us. Uh, so, <sighs> this is going to be a big episode for you today because it's the midterms. You know, every every season, we go at the middle of the season, we go and give our grades for the season so far. Um, about episodes when most of our shows are about episode sixes, sevens, roughly. Um, that's about the halfway point of the of the winter season because most shows come in twelve or thirteen episodes. Um, but um, we'd like to discuss what we think of the season so far. Um, but before we do that, so a few things I want to discuss before we get into the the whole topic of the show, which is the grades and and how we feel about what's carrying the season and when what's not. Um, two things, still. First, how you feeling before I get started? Uh, I'm real good. Like I told Polo, 
um, these last two weeks of the month have been a big adjustment for me, uh, changing my, my eating habits for the month. And then they're going to get a little bit more extreme next month. Um, <clears throat> so I've been a little cranky and I never get cranky. Like, like I never, them. never, like I don't get mad about anything really, but I was even telling my wife, like I've already felt myself be crankier than I, I have been. So I've been, um, trying to kind of mitigate and, and mediate this uh, within yourself yeah this new style uh just for this month and then like i said next month just to get myself together but i feel solid now like i understand what i'm doing i haven't been cranky today so that means that i've gotten it together in some sort of the of the way but this is normal for this part of the the process when you start cutting carbs out your body and not eating what you should be eating that's what happens Mm. and that's that's why a lot of people need trainers to let you know this is what this is what happens when you don't do your body the way it's supposed to be done all the time exactly not say push to extremes and whatnot yeah go from one spectrum to the the other like un uh unregulated is unsafe you're right so get yourself a trainer it's a that's a good. That's a good move. Yeah, me, man. I've been. I've been pretty good too, man. Again, streaming has been going fantastic. Uh, again, what was that? The fifth stream I did, fifth, sixth stream I did, or whatever. Sixty-three subs, which is insane to just have so many subs within what two weeks of coming back to streaming. Um, been fantastic. The support has been crazy. What I've been doing is I've been starting off with Hogwarts early in the day, and then in the second half I would you know take a nap and rest up my voice a little bit, and then come back and do some uh some BDO. It's been a good time, but um. Yeah, I so I do want to talk about something before we get into the whole you know episode of the week and, and, and rigmarole and stuff like that too in the spotlight. Maybe we don't do a spotlight today because we're gonna give grades. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to mention something. Okay, so the after story, the conversational podcast I mentioned at the, at the start of the show. Okay, we at, at the after story fifty six, which is on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Mike Check We talked about the Last of Us show. Right. That was great. The first two episodes, that was fantastic. The second one, we talked about procrastination, but that was with a twist. I didn't mm-hmm. expose what that twist was because it was interesting for y'all to listen to it and, 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 and hear what it actually was. I'm about to share with you what it actually was, because it's funny because this was recorded. The episode Story 56 was recorded February 4th. OK, it was February 4th, posted 1.30 p.m. on our Patreon. Um. The procrastination segment was me literally using chat GPT to create uh, the 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 conversation I brought to the show. So it was procrastination and how do I solve it and, or how does procrastination makes me feel and how do I solve it? I did an entire script that was written by chat GPT and then the topic ended up actually being AI and how dangerous this shit is. So mm-hmm. the reason why I brought that up is because I saw a tweet earlier today and I think this is very important for, for me to say, and I'm going to announce it here. Um, it was by Steve Bloom. And if you don't know Steve Bloom, you're crazy. Steve Bloom is one of the greatest voice actors of all time. He's, he's spiking cowboy bebop or he's a uh, Tom from Toonami. He's, he's that voice. He's Madara Uchiha. Like <laughs> he's the goat when it comes to English dub voice actor. But he, he had a tweet that says, Hey friends, I know that AI technology is exciting. But if you see uh, if you see my voice or any of the characters that I voice offered on any of those sites, please know that I have not given my permission and will never and never will. This is highly unethical and we appreciate your support. Thank you. I think this is super important because the problem is. They're taking these modulated voices. 
and they're creating some obscene shit on the internet right now. Mm-hmm. For example, um, Legal sent me a post from YouTube of somebody taking Todd Howard's voice. And if you don't know who Todd Howard is in the video game realm, he created, well, he, he didn't create Skyrim or uh, Elder Scrolls, but he's, he's the major producer of the most recent Elder Scrolls games from Morrowind to Skyrim. He sent me this video YouTube video of him, of somebody taking an AI generated voice of Todd Howard, him giving, it made it sound like he was giving an announcement about how Elder Scrolls 6 is coming out next year and they're going to be, and some of the features is going to be sex mods or like the mods that was, that was like the perverted mods that's in Skyrim, like that you can download, like the sex mods that you could do. And it was the most obscene shit. Yes, it still sound a little robotic. You could tell it's not really Todd Howard saying this stuff, but it's extremely dangerous. This tool, like the chat GPT shit, the voice AI modular shit, it's extremely dangerous. So yeah. if, if y'all see anything from the voice actors, um, don't believe it unless it comes straight from them. That's, that's and, what we got to say. Like, it's really important that we keep that in mind and, and respect that and what they do, because I guarantee you, you're going to hear some obscene shits probably said from Steve Bloom still. And even to to add on top of that, and I don't know if you've seen it yet, but I saw uh, um, there's a TikTok that's going around. It's a movie scene. Uh, basically, what it is is that uh, it's a regular movie scene. They use AI to do four different things. One, they use AI to entirely make the voice go uh, silent, and but the character is still acting out everything. The mouth's not moving anymore, and it's a real human. This is not like. CGI or anything like that, but they essentially can use the deep fake transition whole thing with the AI and also do things like mute the sound so the person talks, but they, they do all, all the same face gestures just without the mouth. Then they can change the voice to like a different language and the AI will reproduce a different language. Then they can change the dialogue from, you know, cursing or adult content to PG-13 content. And this is all done via AI as well. So it's like you could you to see this kind of stuff you don't know where how far this this really can go because at this point the ai and the cgi and stuff can get so good to where it would be neg- it'd be extremely hard to tell the difference on the internet to look at a post on the internet and say that's not the actual person right and to to have the voices and words modified so extremely easily um you it, it's the same thing that they've been telling you since the internet started don't yeah. believe everything you see on the internet and especially now at this point. Yeah, so don't go trying to cancel Steve Bloom because you hear Madara say some crazy shit, like some genocidal shit. Or don't go canceling fucking Troy Baker or Laura Bailey or any of these people who does fantastic voice work because these are the most popular figures in anime and voiceover history. And people will try their best to either create some drama for some fame or do whatever they can to kind of Stir shit up. So just remember, if you see anything on the internet that isn't coming from the voice actors themselves, 99% of them have Twitter. 99% of them are on the internet somewhere. If it's not coming from them directly, it's probably not them. So just be careful of that. I really wanted to just get that out there so people would know that this is, I actually find it to be extremely serious and scary because, I mean, you look at it now, (laughs) you look at what the internet is doing now. It's, they will they will take anything perceived from anybody and fucking run with it. Like Triana's pregnant. 
Yeah, the I, it's, I'm, I'm just more so. I'm just more so speaking on the holier than thou those people. You know what I'm saying? The more holier than thou those are like the ones that frustrate me the most because they sit there on, on tweeting on iPhones that were made by kids for twenty five cent on a dollar in slave camps, basically, and mm-hmm. and just be like, oh, I I promise you, I'm just the most wholesome person ever, or I promise you, I'm not. I'm so righteous. No, you're not. Nothing you do is righteous. I can I can promise you everything that you've touched has dealt with anything like has dealt with something wrong. You're not morally perfect. Nobody is morally perfect. So just make sure, okay, you do the best you can by being the best person you can and don't project. All right. Don't pro- I hate that shit. It pisses me off so much. Don't project and just be kind to one another. That's literally the moral of the story. Now, to get off the serious shit. I want to give a shout out to my boy, Rob. Well, no, let's do this first. Tell, what was your episode of the week? Let's get into my check, wife, wife. This is an extremely uh, hard week, actually. Mm-hmm. Don't lie to you. Agree wholeheartedly. Um, but just hear me out. And this is the first time you're going to hear me say this. Okay. My episode of the week is going to go to Blue Lock. Interesting. I think this is probably one of my favorite episodes of Blue Lock since yes. it started. Couldn't agree more. Um, and it's almost I'm giving it to him for the most improved, but yeah, Blue Lock had a great episode this week, so I'm I'm gonna give it to Blue Lock. I couldn't agree more. That's a good one. Finally, it was <laughs> probably because Isaki <laughs> Isaki wasn't the the main, and if it, it's sad to say, but he wasn't the main person doing the talking. It he was, also wasn't a a, a pushback. You know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's absolutely true. Yeah. So I couldn't agree more. Um, as far as my episode of the week, it's really tough, man, because it was so many good shows. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to uh, yeah, yeah, farming life uh, in another world. Okay. And the reason why I'm giving it to farming life in another world is because at first it just started off as super kind, cutesy, and cuddly, and just about you know a bunch of people coming together. And building it in this farm and just living on the farm and doing cool shit on the farm. It actually bought some action into it this time. And I was gonna ask, because I did not see this episode. I saw the the last episode I saw was when he was working with the beehive. Okay. Um, okay. What happened? What happened in this one? I don't really want to talk about it. Because yeah, it's kind of Yeah, it was kind of a, a kind of a something that was like, oh shit, really? Okay. Okay. Maybe, maybe we'll have some maybe we'll have some beef. Kind of indicated some people that might not be, you know too good you know or he might have to he might have to fight and it's and it's super interesting it's super interesting which i didn't expect i to be honest i didn't expect any fight in the show whatsoever so that's just it's very interesting so it's it's easily it easily could have been angel next door obviously because again another fantastic episode impossible to not um but yeah um so let's move on here i want to get into um I wanted to get it to one grade early. What we're going to do is we're going to do our grades first and then we're going to go into the listener grades because we got a lot of listener grades but and a lot of listener comments and that's going to kind of um, make the show a little bit longer. But I do want to start off with Rob J's first because Rob J's the GOAT and he gives good stuff for me to perfectly segue into something that I want to discuss with my co-host here. So he says, uh, f- for me, the second core of my hero has been uh, doing a damn thing. But if I had to choose on one that's been absolutely carrying it's the angel next door. Easily one of the best slice of life I've ever seen. And my grade for the winter season so far would be a B. 
Okay, that's pretty good. I I mean, she couldn't agree with you more. But he also asks us this question, so and this question is going to segue perfectly into what I got to ask you. Um, yeah. Also, Eminence in the Shadow finale is this week. Uh, what have y'all thoughts been on? Uh, what have your thoughts been on it? And would you want to see a season two or no? Um. Now, what I want to do before we answer that question is talk about our uh, our past sleepers and our current sleepers. Uh. Let's give our thoughts on our past sleepers first by starting off with Ammunition Shadows. For those of you that don't know, we pick a sleeper every season. And my sleeper from last season was Eminence and Shadow. But because it's running 20 episodes, it kind of trickled in the winter. So um starting off with Eminence and Shadows, uh, what are what are my thoughts on it so far? It's still good. None of, it hasn't been bad. What it has been doing though is been getting a little annoying. Uh I seen I seen the sentiment from Crystal as well. But me and Tells have shared the same sentiment since like episode six or something like that. We're a little tired of the shtick. The shtick yeah. was cool at the beginning, but it started to become very, very old. And like, yo, just fucking do the damn thing. Or at least stop pretending to not know anything. Yeah, That's the part I think that's more rough than just him not showing out like he could. It's the fact that he's uh, he's just acting like he's clueless on everything, which that's probably the, the most important part. But what's cool is everything around Sid, like every like the the shadow his shadow garden, they're fucking phenomenal. I love all of them. The princesses, I love all of them in their different personalities. It's so so it comp- their different personalities are so different that it complements each other well, which is weird to say. Uh, the show is really good when it's combat involved uh, but it's rare that has it, it's kind of rare that combat has been involved recently except for recently <laughs> um, and what's been happening recently in, in the episode before the last man has been amazing like the tournament and him sh- popping up and showing off and helping the uh, the other princess it's been good it's my sleeper for Eminence and Shadows this is probably again I want to say it's my best sleeper Definitely not even close to my worst sleeper. It's like a middle of the road sleeper, but not as the term. I was like, as they like to say, mid. I don't think it's mid. I think it's better than that, but it's not as uh, eye popping as my current sleeper this season. So, what's your thoughts on Eminence and Shadow? Uh, um, I feel like the 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 I almost like the conversational parts of Eminence and Shadow more uh, than the actual action. Like I do like when he pop off or <clears throat> when, when they pop off in general, but like what I hate about Eminence and Shadow is the same thing. Like you said, the, the stick of it, the, the, why are we still hiding that you are the Eminence and Shadow? And I, I get it. Maybe if it's good enough to get a season two, show us something different, but I feel like, uh, it's the 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 nuance of this is getting a little in the way almost in yeah. terms of how I feel this story could really develop. Like it would be nice to see this story explode into something with yes. the the reveal of who the Eminence in Shadow is, right? It's like like this watching could, it with an anchor on his back, right? It could explode and be something entirely different. Like this show could be badass, and we can get an amazing amazing budget for season two because. It, the way things just popped off yeah. and it's almost like you can see it holding itself back. Like you said, with that anchor. Um, but I do, I do like it. Um, 
I would definitely say, shoot, it's better than some of the sleepers I've chosen. Um, it's not like it's a bad show by any means. It just the 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 hiding in the shadow part really holds it back sometimes. So yeah, it's it's a it's a good show. I wouldn't even say it was mid. I would say it's definitely better than mid. Um, it, I think it'd even be something I'd recommend for some people. Yes, just, absolutely. You know, it's 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 the eminence and shadow. It's it's a unique thing, and some people might even love that. You know, some people might love that whole you know element that he has that he brings right. to it, with not revealing himself. But it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, like I said, I'm okay with him not revealing himself. It'd just be better if he was more cognizant of the shit that's going on around him. He has no idea of the the Diablo cult or whatever. He has some pseudo sense of it, but everything that he's doing is all purely accidental. Yeah. And that, that kind of is getting annoying. I kind of would like for him to, to be a master plan. You know what I'm saying? Like a master strategist or something like that. But right. I mean, I digress. He's not there. Do we want a season two? Absolutely. Absolutely. Want a season two. Cause I, it, like tell said, it could pop off in a season two if it wants to like, let, let you know what would have been cool for me. If one of the princesses accidentally, the blonde hair princess specifically, found out that he was the the shadow, I think that shit would have been dope. Yeah, I, I I would just like for somebody to find out. Like I would even be cool with him continuing the facade if somebody just found out. Like yes, like who who was it? The one that went off abroad, the the, yeah, the brother, and they didn't if do she, anything with that. If she found out, I'd have been like. I fucks with this. I and like bro, this. They, oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because that just reminded me. They put her, when they sent her away, It's you had a sense of something stewing within her, but that just disappeared. It's just gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, what ha- What the hell happened with that? Like, Find out in season two, probably. Probably. <laughs> she was on the, um, she was like on a title page, like the cover page of, of the, uh, the uh, art too. Like, she was supposed to be a part of the show more and she had, what, four episodes maybe? Mm-hmm. And then she was just gone and just never heard of again. Interesting stuff, man. Interesting stuff. And mentioned Shadow's good. Now to move on to Tales seasonal thing. Um, uh, sleeper from last season, Blue Lock. We just talked about it. He got it. He got his episode of the week. This one, um, dude. If it wasn't his sleeper, I wouldn't watch it. I probably would have dropped this a long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. Yeah. Long, 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 long time ago. Uh, yeah. This one is is. It hasn't been bad. But it hasn't been good either. You know what I mean? It's, it is. I will say it, it does not feel like the higher tier of the sports anime I've watched. Yeah, definitely it, the lower it, tier. And it's not like because I don't say I don't even think the art style is what I hate about it. I think it's literally just the the repetition. Like you're already yes. iterating, which is a, which is a re- repetition, but you're reiterating. And iteration and to me yes. That's, yes. A, that's a whole lot of repetition um reiterating or iteration is fucking perfect that's exactly what it is it would be beautiful if a lot of that shit stopped too um it almost has like what eminence and shadow has holding it back but like times times two it's like just just stop with the the over explanation high key and just do it because i'm not here and I would be here for more of the psychological aspect because I was here to see people cry. Like what I saw in this most recent episode that I loved was the king get broken down yes. and find himself as a king again. Yes. That's what I wanted. That's what I, I wanted to see that kind of psychological break. 
I wanted to see people crying because they they was like, yo, I oh, can't the, play. I'm not good enough to play soccer with this boom. The that's first two was so see. fire. The first two episodes was so fire because that's exactly what it was. It was people getting shitted on, shat on. Yeah, yeah. And they and it was gone. They were they were gone. And it gave you this false sense of of uh, you know battle uh, royale that would have been cool if it was actual battle royale. It gave you a false sense of permanence where mm-hmm. like. These characters, when they lose, they are permanently gone. But like, yeah, we get that they're permanently gone, but it doesn't feel like that is so important. It doesn't. Yeah. That doesn't really weigh heavy in your mind. The fact that their actual soccer career is destroyed. You know, right. like I want to see people break down from being destroyed. Like I want to see Rio in this next episode. I want to see him cry for not being chosen. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> you, you know, to 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 Deary, whatever the fuck his name is, getting picked. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like this one, man. It's just like, like you said, the reiteration of the of an iteration is so fucking annoying because it's literally fifteen minutes of one screenshot, basically, of him in motion, but it's not moving. It's like it's like nothing is animated. Just the eyes has a little flame, maybe a pop up or or something like that. And it's I can't. I have to. I need to. I can. I have to. I need to. I can. I have to. I need to. Every sentence start. That you read on these subtitles is I can, I have to, I need to. Mm-hmm. That's it. Over and over and over and over for 15 minutes of the episode. Then maybe we'll get a little animation. And it's so frustrating because, again, the potential of what's happening around us. Like if you just talk about, if we just sit here and told you what's happening in the show, you'd be like, oh, that shit sounds fire, right? But the execution of it is just not fire because you got all right, man. You got these people, man. They're in this, they're in this fucking basically camp where they have to perform or they're done with soccer. Period. All right. So now they have to compete five on five, and then whoever loses gets sent to this gets sent, gets eliminated, and and they can't participate in the blue lock anymore, and they're they're done. And then you start talking about it, and the shit sounds fire, and you start watching it, and you're like, okay, it's my fucking but- monologuing again for fifteen minutes. Same the same screen. It's like a screenshot on the screen that we're watching right now. We're not even watching mm-hmm. the show. Nothing's moving. Okay, maybe except for his eyes or something like that. <clears throat> and he's like, "I can. I want. I, I can. I want to. I have to. I can't." Are the things that said constantly. And, and let me let me just demonstrate really quick how how much impact is lost in this show. Right? They came in this show with the with the fact that there are 300 people in this arena who are going to be dwindled down to the very last one person we get down we get get past the first selection and they just happen to throw in the fact that oh no there's not 300 people there's only 100 people (laughs) and that should have been impactful that should have been like hold up it's only a hundred of us it's not 300 it's only a hundred of us and and that completely felt like they brought it in and I didn't care. Yeah, no, I it forgot that. Impactful. Why was that not impactful? It's because of the delivery of the show. They they're not they're not building up this psychological impact like they thought they were. And yeah. that's my problem with it. Um I, I don't think it's the worst show I've ever no, watched. It's I just, not a bad just, show, but I just think that almost every sleeper I've chosen over this one has been better. Yeah, a hundred percent. Except for the car one. But like I think, <laughs> I think I don't even I don't even know. <laughs> you know how you know how Eminence and Shadow isn't mid, but it's not great. It's like in between yeah. mid and great. This is not mid. It's below mid and bad. 
yeah. or below it's, it's in it's between mid and, and yeah mid and bad so it's like I'm sorry I'm sorry for those of you who love this show but it ain't that good unfortunately um hopefully with the with, with the way last season last episode went they did leave us with that cock that that cock tease <laughs> of a teaser though. I hate when shows do that because they don't need to no show needs to do that and then you know the next episode we're not gonna get no traction no motion no movement nothing until probably maybe the last three minutes when the game is about to start. Like, it's so predictable, whatever. But yeah, that those very different sleepers still, I think, are decent. Maybe except for Blue Lock not being that decent. But I digress. Now, as far as this season goes, this is the perfect time to transition to what do you think about our current sleepers? Where do they sit? Where do they stand in the, in the, um, in the hierarchy of how we feel what we feel is carrying this season. So what my we feel sleeper, is carrying this My sleeper, I, I will 100% tell you, I would have dropped. Damn, um, that's crazy. I would have dropped if uh, if it wasn't my sleeper. Such it's, potential it's, too. It's, it's not enjoyable for me. Um, it, and I don't, I don't know what it is. So let people know what your sleeper is, sorry. My, okay, my sleeper is Ninjin Fush. Hold up. Ninja and Fushin adventurers who don't believe in humanity will save the world. Um, yeah, bro. Uh, right now, it is a. Uh, to me, it is less than middling. Uh, I I don't like almost any of the characters. Mm. Not even not even gonna hold you. I, I don't like almost any of the characters. Um, and it, it, to me, it only got worse when they introduced the uh, sword and the the whole power of friendship mentality. It was like, yep. Go ahead and go ahead and throw this shit out the window, but I'm watching it. Hopefully, it gets better. Uh, yeah, this is this is almost. I don't know. It's like right there with Blue Lock. Damn, I am not enjoying this one. Not even a little bit. Yeah, I would say I was enjoying it until the sword. When the sword came in, I'm like, oh, what the no. Yeah, that, that kind of threw it off a lot. Like, it was yeah. something about those last couple episodes. Was it two or three episodes with the sword? Yep. I was just like, yeah, you can turn this shit off, bro. Because it was starting off so good because you had a situation to where the ice mage wasn't working real well with Kieran, which is basically the tank. And she, she, she shot those icicles at her and it almost hit her. Like, mm-hmm. that kind of shit was cool because it was introducing a dynamic of them having to learn how to work together. I thought it was going to be something completely different than what it ended up being. Um, then they had that whole competition with his ex and that shit was stupid. Like it was yeah. none of that shit made sense. I'm like, what the, what, this ain't, how are y'all saving the world? This is not even, this is not just an ancillary bullshit ass moment. So a lot of people picked this when we did our seasonal um take uh preview. Uh, yeah, this one ain't it. This one ain't it. It could have been such potential, like such potential between these two people who just don't get along. It could have been it could have been Grimgar, you know, kind of shit, but it's not even fucking close. It's not even fucking close, and it's and it's it's pretty sad. It's pretty sad because I was looking forward to it because it looked like it was going to be something special, even from the um, synopsis. But not much more to say there. Um, I would say yeah, it's right there with Blue Lock. There, I think Blue Lock is a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so far at least. Now remember, this is just midterm, so we're just kind of going as is now. But um, my sleeper which is the angel next door. 
And with the way <laughs> with the way the angel next door is moving, this can probably make my top ten anime of all time. If it continues to move like it's moving right now. Now I will say this with this most recent episode, I love this most recent episode, but I do wish we get we're starting to move into progress. We started to see him buckle a little bit. Both of them buckle a lot more this episode. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we need to start to see them kind of move forward now, which I think we will because this will be the perfect time to do so if I had to guess. Um, but Angel Next Door is probably my top show that's carrying this entire winter season. Angel Next Door is one of the best shows this season. For yeah. mm, Hold on. Absolutely. It's not even close. What, what, what's yeah, close? It, it's, it's probably the best show this season. <laughs> yeah, I, I, keep, I, I keep thinking. I, I, don't of, know. I keep looking at stuff and I don't see anything. I don't see anything. Polo be getting uh, advice. I don't. I really don't. I just. You be getting getting advice and shit, bro. Mm. The problem is, is like so much. I got like a thousand anime under my belt. When it comes to Slice of Life, when I read a synopsis of a Slice of Life, you can kind of tell where it's going to go. And when you you can kind of tell where it's going to go, but it takes it and it puts a better spin on it's what it's been absolutely doing. It's been great. Two of the best characters, again, probably in, in Slice of Life history. Two of the best main characters. Both adorable, extremely nice, realistic, no bullshit. It's, it's you a no nonsense. Explain. You don't perfect have to anime. We love, them. we love them, bro. We Absolutely. love them. <laughs> we love them. And the characters in the show love them. Yep. Uh, everybody everybody around them. Everybody we know loves them. Yep. My wife love them. My kids love them. My new oh, dog wait, love them. Monique watching this one? No, but she love them. Oh, she should. I think she'll like it. Yeah, I think I think I will just start over with her because she 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 been watching Buddy Daddies and um, Tomo Chan with me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this one's carrying the season for sure. Easy. For sure. Okay. Now with our sleepers out of the way, you didn't have anything else to say about Angel Next Door, right? Nah, watch it. Okay. <laughs> with our sleepers out of the way, now we could just go start to uh to look at the season in general um i will say this before we get into that i did start buddy daddy's buddy daddy's uh dubbed is out um three episodes is out of the dub so that's us all i'm gonna do is watch the dub i don't um this is probably where i'm catching heat okay how are the voices for it they're great they're fantastic some mm-hmm. great 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 voices in, in this show i will say this hate the hate the kid can't stand the kid she's probably <laughs> the, the absolute worst part about the show Really? Um, yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. The most annoying. She's a kid. She's just a kid. She's a literal kid who acts like a kid, but a kid in the most annoying way possible. She's like a dog that just craves attention, that just gets in a fucking way, and it irritates me <laughs> to death, bro. I want to kick it. I want to kick her so bad. I can't stand her. I can't fucking stand her. She nothing like nothing like uh, uh, Yakuza. The Yakuza one. She's nothing like her. Nothing like her at all. Cause she was a sweetheart. She was out of the way, but she still was caring and loving and so and shy and sweet. No, this one, she's loud, obnoxious in the way, annoying. She's like this. I'm not touching you, but I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you, but I'm not touching you. Kind of person. And I can't. I don't like it. Don't like it. <laughs> so you don't like kids? No, she's not the she's not the optimal kid, right? She's, she's not, not the, like the. She's not the kid who had parents who uh, were present and taught her that, you know, you can just be calm and quiet. You can relax. Yeah. 
her, no, her, I will, she, I will, she had a, 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 wow. a rough childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will say this. I, I only watched up to episode three in the dub because that's all I saw. And it's it's so sad. Her mom is a piece of shit. Like, I can't. It's awful. Like, I feel I feel for the kid. And that part in this most recent in episode three, I will say like that part did make me care for her a little bit more than I did for the first two. Because the first two, I was ready to say, fuck, this show is aw-. like, I hate this show. Yeah. Episode one, her dad gets killed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which was I didn't care about because yeah, he was a piece of shit, too. Uh, yeah, he was didn't know him. Episode yeah. three, um, her mom. We find out her mom ain't shit. Yeah. I think I think you will like her more coming soon. But I I, I can understand why you don't because oh it God, makes sense. So it a hundred percent makes sense because it, it fits you not to like her. <laughs> she's just a fucking menace. Sit your ass down, man. Sit down. That's all I kept saying when I was watching. Shut up. Sit down, this please. Is, this is why Saber is so cool, calm, and collected. Right, he don't do shit. <laughs> He don't do shit, but get on my nerves whenever he ready to go outside. But it's like, and then the, and then the show itself, it's just I like a lot of people. And we're gonna get to that when we're done giving our takes. But a lot of people talk about how Buddy Daddies is carrying, and I just don't. I don't think so. I don't think the show is that great. At least so far, only three episodes in. If this was a three episode rule, I probably would have dropped it to be honest, because this okay. shit is not that good. Uh, Situations that they get in, it's it's dry, very, very, very dry. Like rice that's uncooked. Like it's they get they get a mission, they do the mission, they basically fail the mission. And then for like I said, from what I've seen so far, the three episodes I watched so far is because there was a little girl for two of them, and it's like, what's a, all right? Well, I'm kind of bored uh, of that. Like, give me, I want y'all to pop off. I want y'all to succeed. I want to see a deeper backstory behind these missions that y'all are doing or a bigger villain behind something. Again, I'm only three episodes in. Keep that in mind. But Buddy Daddies is at the bottom of the list for me. Uh, this one gets a, a whole fat C so far from three episodes in. Big fat C. Uh, Buddy Daddies for me gets a B. Um, I don't think it's like top of the list for this season. But I definitely think it's like, and I mean maybe because I'm I'm three episodes ahead of you. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, she could probably but spin, I, but I, I think I mean I think that for sure. If we're comparing it to some of the other shit that I've seen this season, mm. that I would give a C. Uh, this is definitely a, a B. It's it's decent. Interesting. Better, I would say better than decent. It's it's. I'm not giving it an A. I'm not giving it a B plus. You get a B. It's a, a B is solid. Okay. Um, I like, I like, uh, I like the characters. I like, I like the little girl. I think Mary is is cool. I think you like her better coming coming soon. But also, I have kids who are not like Mary because they love people, but they are energetic. You know. Yeah, I was about to say maybe it's because I'm not a daddy. That could be it too. Mm-hmm. Who knows? That could be that could be entirely the case, but nah, that shit ain't it. What what show you got next? Uh, high card. Oh god, I still ain't even got watched past the episode one. I watched high card is a solid C minus. I'm just gonna start there. Mm. Um, it's it's not the worst this season. It's just not good. <laughs> and I mean, mm. I, I mean, I'm not gonna say because C minus is okay. It's not like it's bad. It's just that it's 
it, it gives you typical kid battle shonen, but with a mature spin, semi semi adult themes because there's blood and stuff in it. And yeah, spirit. yeah, people get so it's like holes in them. I feel like as an adult, they could have made this overall better, mm. right? Like if you're going to give me battle shonen adult themes, like do you remember Juni Tyson? Yeah, yeah. I feel like they should just went the Juni Tyson route. That shit was ass too, in my opinion. But it would be better. This would be better with Juni Tyson route. Oh yeah, okay. It's like that's just how I and I could be wrong for perceiving it that way, but I would rather see Zodiac Wars. We just going in fighting and people die, and it's like they're they're giving us characters and they want us to care about these characters, but the the develop character development and story elements that they want to drive the inspiration to like these characters is mm. ass. It's not good. That's un- yeah, and that's important, man. That's very important. Have, we don't have a reason to care for these characters, bro. That's a, to be honest, that's what I felt about Juni Tyson. That's exactly what I felt about Juni Tyson. I didn't care about any of the characters. The smoke. one character I did like in Juni Tyson, yeah. Monkey, yep. got did dirty. <laughs> yeah, of course. And I barely even liked her. I just didn't care enough. That's what I'm saying. You and that was before I went like people. Yeah, and that was before I even went my whole the full slice of life route when I was still into the battle shit. So, yeah, that was rough for me. Um, for me, I have a probably the only bad grade I'm gonna give this season. Okay, and this is a big fat F. All right, for the first time ever during our midterms, I'm giving an F, and it's for the show, The Fruit of Evolution. Before I knew it, it my <laughs> life had made it or whatever. Um, so the Fruit of Evolution season one was satire, pure satire. It's the Isekai satire of this fat kid who gets transferred to this other world, eats his fruit, and he evolves. Every time he evolves, he gets stronger. He gets these crazy powers. Okay, it was it was funny. It was not it was not made to be a good show, but it was a good show. You know what I'm saying? It was pure pure satire comedy. Just you enjoy the season one for what it's worth. He's meeting these different characters. The different characters are likable and funny and neat. Um, then season two comes. If you go to season two, look on Crunchyroll. Just check the comments. Every single person in the comments says the exact same thing I feel. And this is what the fuck happened to the show's pacing. It completely went to shit. Not only that, the animation got worse. So the animation got worse. The, pay, the the pacing changed to something completely different and it nothing happened and we're six five episodes in about to be six episodes in nothing's happening at all whatsoever and it's just like I mean everybody agrees damn this is they were like I'm just give you an example of a comment they were like the, the, what happened to the show's pacing or the show the show was a dumpster fire but it was a it was a good type of dumpster fire what happened to the show what happened to the show's pacing why is it moving like this there's nothing happening what's going on like it's all the same thing. And this is like the most uniform I've ever seen the anime community in the Crunchyroll comment section because everybody feels the same way as I do. Because as soon as I'm done with an episode, I'm like, well, what the fuck was that? What happened here? Why did it just disappear like this? Because it, it had a, a structured goal and sequences that fucking flow together nicely with comedy that was hilarious. And you go here and it's like, what the f- what's happening? And then everybody in the comments saying the same thing I'm saying every time the episode ends. I'm saying this in my head. They all said it in the comments. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. I ain't never seen Crunchyroll comments like this. Super uniform. <laughs> Big fat F, man, because it's it's sad. I'm gonna finish it because I, you know, I commit it. But it's so sad to see that this this show goes down like this because it's so much better than 
it's uh, doing itself right now. Big fat F. What you got, Till? I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go on Polo back and I'm going to go with Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible. Oh, yeah. Fucking love this show. Fucking love this show. I don't know why. You're um, crazy. And I, I, I do want to see your grade on this one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> Kubo Won't Let Me Be Invisible. I think the only thing that's not a, a, an amazing factor of this show is the animation. Um, which I mean, that is entirely wait, wait. intentional. What? what you? What you say? This show is amazing. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I hate you because I couldn't gauge what you were saying. <laughs> okay, go the ahead. The only thing that's not amazing about this show is the animation. Um, I love, I love, I love the characters, and I mean, I'm not saying I don't like the art style, but like, well, that's that is more. That's why I'm. It's just, it's intentional. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it. Um, but everything else, like I love, I love this most recent episode. Oh God, it's so good. It was good. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, it was so good. But yeah, man, it's it's another just like the characters are so wholesome and cute, and there is like that mis miscommunication, misunderstanding kind of like thing to it, but not like vastly there. You know, it's not oh, okay, like it's. Okay. It's not like it's overwhelming and taking over the entirety of the show, but it's so good, bro. Yeah, so I'm, I'm giving it an A. Wow, A. Which Crazy. Yeah, I didn't expect that because I would, I was too. I would definitely give this one A because, like, for one, what's so great about Kubo is that again, it's it's a very simple take that you've seen in hundreds of slice of life anime before. Um, you got the one girl teasing the guy, okay. And the guy is just kind of oblivious but the difference is, is the main character he's super invisible like you believe his miscommunication above anybody else that you've ever watched in anime you believe him because of his situation his situation is that nobody notices him whatsoever no matter what happens nobody really notices him unless he trips and fall which is fucking hilarious but right. <laughs> he, he's just he's just a he's the most background of background characters he's the background character that don't even get a face in anime all right, but this one girl, Kubo, she always notices him no matter what, and she, you can, you can feel that she's crushing on him, but it's not like a wait, is she or is she not kind of deal? You know what I'm saying? And this, it's so again, like Tell said, it's so cute because she starts to realize it like later on in the season. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's not a spoiler to say this, but she starts to notice it later on in the season when she's talking to her friends and it's that was probably one of the best parts of the like the entire series so far because it's like a realization like oh wait maybe i do have a problem with him if he ever talks to another girl or if anybody else notices him like it's just it's just so cute man so wholesome mm-hmm. man it's a great show two very very solid characters in a way that you root for whatever they have going on you definitely root for them I don't know if it's going to get a season two, which makes me sad. I don't know. Maybe. No, nah, I don't know. Maybe it will because it's, it's rated. It's rated really high. And it's like number nine in like number nine rated in 2023. So it's so far. It's getting good reviews from even everybody in the anime community as well. I enjoy this one. I, I would definitely give this one a as well. Um, wow. I didn't expect you to go to Kubo. Right. I thought she wasn't going to like it. Uh, moving on from Kubo, though. One that one that I know nobody's watching. I talk about the show a lot. The Ice Blade Sorcerer, I rule the world. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah, it's 
it's a lot better than it's getting credit for. It's again, the animation is rough. It's by a brand new studio. Likeable characters. It's not a I wouldn't want to say it's not a great show. Okay. It's a good show. I give the show a solid C. Again, I like the characters. Animation stinks. Um, but the main character is one of the best battle high school main characters I've had probably since Chivalry, to be honest. Um and it's it's an interesting concept. Very, very, very cliche, but in a different way. I like it, but it's middling for sure. So it's a C. I thought he was going to get out a higher score than that. Um, no. I gave it a C, uh, a solid C, because, uh, I mean, I agree with everything you said. Like, I don't think it's an outstanding show. I think it's a cool show. Um, I think it's better than stuff we're definitely watching. Um <laughs> So yeah, even and I'm, I hate to say, it, but even some returning shows, it's, it's kind of got some a little bit of leverage to me over yes. those shows. Yes, I agree. Just because it's kind of fresh, yeah, but like, yeah, it's yeah. fresh and it's in a fresh. familiar way. Yeah, exactly that. It's fresh in a familiar way. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. You want to go to what one of those returning shows? Tell. <laughs> 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 I feel like uh, right, I'm gonna talk about Tokyo Avengers. Let's do it. Tokyo Avengers so far this season, outside of this most recent episode, has been a C for me. Couldn't agree more. And I've read it. Um, so I don't. I don't think it's because I read it though. I just think that this whole this whole part is just middling. It's okay. It's okay, mm. but. They could have, there's just so much conversation. And even after reading it, it felt like there's so much fluff in here. Like uh, unnecessary spaces and pauses. Um, let me, but Tokyo let me, Avengers, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not like it's a bad show. It's, it's exactly what I feel like I recall it being. And there's build up to getting to this moment where this is more impactful. And later on when the season is over, maybe it won't be a C. Right now though, I have to give it like a, a solid C C plus. I want to remind you till we felt like this from season one too. So that it doesn't okay. it doesn't change anything. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's a good show. It's a good show. But it's not the show that everybody else think it is for us. Like if you look on the internet, if you look at the consensus on the internet, probably before the season, because I don't see anybody talking about this season, they you would think this was like this was Vivi type level shit. Like this is yeah. this was up there for them. For us it wasn't. It was always the show that was cool. This was 86. Yeah, no, nah, hell no. Nah, yeah, exactly. This is a, 86 to us is what Tokyo Revengers is to the rest of the internet. Now, <laughs> to, now the thing with Tokyo Revengers for me is this, it's, a, it's a C for me as well. Um, But I'm surprised. I thought you were going to give it like a B minus. Fuck no, not even close. The problem is, is I read it and what I read it is exactly what we're getting, which is dope. It's just dope. Um, I'm gonna go into a I'm gonna go into a tweet that we got here in a minute about that. But before I do that, I want to just say this is exactly what the manga is. It was exactly this when I was reading it. Boring as fuck. Um, everything happened just as slow. It felt it felt fluffy. That's the time I. It started to be the time I started to put it down. I think it was after the brawl. I put it down. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm done reading this shit. Yeah, I'm, I think this after this next thing is where I stopped. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like this shit is. I'll watch it. <laughs> and to be honest, I haven't watched the, the most recent episode. I just know that from 
I watch, actually I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm three episodes behind, but mm-hmm. I know what I know what happens. I know. Spoiler alert! I know that he gets to the point where he tries to dump uh, what's her name because he feels like his best or whatever. Like I all that fluffy bullshit. Like I know I know what's happening. I know it's coming up, and I just don't care. I don't give a fuck about it at all. Um, and the fact that I'm three episodes behind goes to show. Like it's cool. Like the first well, the first three was fine. That's why I got to see. I probably if I would have continued watching it, it'd probably be even lower. To be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I digress. So this is, I want to go to this before we continue, because I also think this is very important. Um, we had a dope tweet, man. Super dope tweet from somebody. I got to find it because we got our mentions kind of get blown up sometime. Let me see here. Uh, oh, here it is. So we had a, we had a tweet from a young, at young Randy Savage, Y-U-N-G, Randy Savage. He says, surprise my check waifu, my, surprise at my check waifu, you can follow us on Twitter just like he, he is, and say, didn't bring this up, but I think the part of the problem with live action adaptations is that they are trying to adapt the anime and not the manga. You're going to lose things naturally when you adapt the, uh, when you, when you adapt an adaptation. Mm, I'm like that's a fucking bar bro <laughs> and he said I said uh, big facts uh, big time you lose a lot it's true because uh, it's like a game of telephone the anime lose something uh, then the ana- then the live action lose more on top of that so he was spitting and he says exactly one of the, uh, once they adapt the anime they caught up uh, once they adapt an anime they caught up and tried to either put a twist on it or emulate it too much it's a vicious cycle just stick to the source material I couldn't agree more. What Tokyo Revenge is doing, and for better or, or worse, because it could be the or worse as well, they're sticking to the source material and they're following the manga to the T. Like from the three episodes I've seen so far, it's been to the fucking T, to the letter. And um, I was bored reading it, you know, and I'm feeling pretty bored watching bored it. Watching it yeah. <laughs> so I think a C for Tokyo Revengers is absolutely perfect. And shout out yes, to Young Randy Savage. We appreciate you for uh, for bringing that to our attention because. You don't even think about it like that until you until you mention it. Like, and that's that's all facts. Is you know my favorite manga, Twin Star Exorcist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That anime, that anime adaptation, trash. It was ugh. It's a awful, F. <laughs> fucking garbage. And I know people who like it, and I'm just like, no, read it, <laughs> read that shit. Because man, it's still going, and it's at the at the climax right now. But yeah, yeah you know, that big big facts, man. Um, so good news, tell. Near Automata is coming back next week. Let's go. So we got that to look forward to, even though Kubo is going to be done after this most recent episode for a little while to take a break. Also, Misfit Demon King Academy is on break, but we can still talk about it. Mm-hmm. Kubo, we already talked about Misfit Demon Kings. Luckily, we could talk about it because it, it went on hiatus just before it got to its fifth episode. And Misfit Demon King is one of the comebacks that's still really good to me. Man, Misfit Demon King. So, and I mean, I, I don't know why I feel like I remember Misfit Demon King being action heavy. Yes, it but, was more action. But this, this is like the puzzles and stuff. Uh, the 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 seeing Anos's thought process and going through some stuff. The only thing I haven't liked about this season, and that's just just she just hear me out. I know this is gonna be bullshit, but the only thing I haven't liked about this season was the damn tree. That tree was the ugliest shit I've seen yeah. since X Arm. Yeah, um, very bad. But literally, like how the how the story is developing and and how we're getting these details and trying to figure out where it's going. 
I actually I really enjoy this, and um, I, I hate to say I I don't want to say it, like I, I hope I'm not being biased, you know, but I just I I enjoy what I'm seeing, bro. It yeah. is what it is. What grade you give it? Uh, I gave it a B plus. Okay. Yeah. Hold, I, on, hold on. Hold on. I wrote it down. Hold on. Give me a second. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. For me, it was a B too. It's a B as well because the thing with Misfit is the only problem I have and why it's probably not an A is because the the pickup. The pickup was, I was, I felt a little lost at first when it first came back. Yeah, I gave it a B plus. Okay. Yeah, I, I was a little lost. Um, I was confused. I'm like, fuck, I don't remember what happened exactly. How did it end? And then it slowly started to come back to me. So because it started to slowly come back to me, I was a little lost at first. I was lost in the sauce, kind of like fumbling around. But it ended up, it ended up becoming one of my favorites this season for sure. Like I, I enjoy the character still. I love the little twist that they gave interesting what they gotta what they gotta go through right now and what they're working on right now i still love his mom to death she's the waifu uh absolutely great and his dad ain't half bad either yeah his dad is dope too <laughs> facts and then to see the girl that he literally literally changed her life and to see her kind of like get the um what's that one story i think we had to read in school you remember the you remember the story? I can't remember what it was called. I don't know if you read it in Maple or if we read it in Maple or I read it in Bedford. But it was about a lady, no, a dude who turned himself black and who who had who went around living as a black man and like the the segregation times. I think it was. No, I ain't read that in Maple. That's the higher uh, education level stuff. Okay, it probably was Bedford then. But and he was just it was a fucking sad ass because he was going through hell, obviously, and. To just live like that is basically what Anos did to that former royal uh, and, and turned her into basically a half-breed or whatever they call it. And to see her kind of like go through that shit reminded me of that book. And I'm like, damn, that's an interesting fucking concept. Not saying that he planned this out from the beginning, but it kind of it kind of was a cool situation because she got yeah. she was relying on her royal blood and now that she's one of the regular folk and getting beat the fuck up, it was just it was just it was just cool to see. Not cool to see, but you know what I mean. It's cool to see. Fuck it. <laughs> a cool situation to have in an anime. Let me put it that way. Okay, what you got? Let's try to speed through these because we we going long. We already fifty seven minutes in. All right, one that I know Polo ain't watching the Magical Revolution. I really enjoy this show. Um, it is one of my show favorites. Show your lover. Season. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's one of my favorites of the season. Um, I'm giving it an A minus. Damn. Yeah, this is this is really good in my opinion. Um, great for the season. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go to Nagatoro then. Don't mess with me, Nagatoro. Second Attack, a show that I hated at first, season one, at the beginning. I kept watching it, and it grew on me. I then started to grow attached to the characters. For me, the second attack, the second season has been a tad bit better, more to more to handle, um, because it's more it's more in touch with their feelings, uh, specifically Nagatoro, and it's it's cute. So I'm gonna give that one a C. Don't deserve anything higher than a C. Uh, Tomochan is a girl. Yes. Um, another one of my favorites for the season. Um, I'm giving this one a B minus. Uh, I think it's just overall as a as a slice of life and romance kind of comedy series. It's kind of creative in a sense, but just 
Good. It's yeah. just good. I gave Tomo China B. Yeah. B is really, really good. It's a good show. Fucking fantastic. Did you watch the dub yet at all? No, I haven't watched the dub at all. I yet. Love the fucking dub, man. Love the dub. It's really, really good. You should check it out. The next episode, watch dub. Because again, they're simul dubbing this, which I wish they did this with more anime because that'd be fantastic if they did. But um, yeah. I'm going to go to um, chilling in my 30s after getting fire, fire from uh, the uh, Demon King's army. Fucking love what they did this most recent episode. Even though it was kind of, it was rushed uh, forward. They kind of did a time skip, a small time skip. I still think it was fantastic. I love the fact that they got married. I love the fact, oh, spoilers. <laughs> I love the fact that they're, that there is just character growth per se. And it's looking like it's going to lead to something sick. So chilling in my thirties, I'm going to give chilling in my thirties a B, a solid B. I also gave chilling in my thirties a B, just mm-hmm. a, just a regular B. Um, uh, let's see. Let's go with giant beast of ours. F don't watch oh, it. Shit. And F. That's crazy. It literally my least favorite so far for the season. It's, it's actually really, really bad. Interesting. All right. I'm going to go to, uh, I'm going to go to one until I ain't watching. By the Grace of Guys 2. By the Grace of Guys 2 is so good. It's like the perfect show to watch with kids. Something that dad needs to talk and little Vash can sit down and watch. Or, you know, tell in history little ones can sit down and enjoy. It's so fucking adorable, man. It's, it's a positive isekai with an overpowered character who's just extremely nice and friendly and the people around him is extremely nice and friendly which is completely opposite from the world he came from because the world he came from was the salary man worker life and he was abused basically at his job to where they took advantage of his kindness and now in this world he's getting he's getting rewarded for it and it's sweet it's a sweet 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 show with a little kid who's fucking popping off in this new world that he's living in with slimes Um, Bungo Stray Dogs. Uh, I love Bungo Stray Dogs. Um, I'm giving the season right now a B minus. Okay. Uh, like I said, B minus is not bad. It's just, it's cool. It's not. It's not. It's not ramped up yet, and it might. You know how these anime like this, they ramp up towards the latter end of the season, but it's still solid. It's nothing nothing i hate about it at all and i even think that the the beginning with like how they set up everything with the composition and letting us understand our characters a little bit more uh which they do that every was very season. good that was very very good and like you said you do it every season and i even loved i even talked about this before the the transition to the color from the from the black and white to the actual color it felt impactful uh but right now it's it's not to the to the meat and potatoes of the show so it's like a b minus right now oh I can't grade this one yet because I only watched two episodes. For some reason, I, this is the one I want to kind of bench. I always feel like this will bungle. Every bungle season I bench through because um, it was just how I enjoyed it the most. Nothing against bungle. The first two episodes were fantastic. I enjoyed it a lot, but I, I can't give it a grade. So uh, I can't can't really say much, but I am going to say some a little bit about Revenger. Revenger started off is still relatively good. I still think it's good. The the problem is, is that I don't really know what's going on anymore, bro. I swear to God, like it's like I'm enjoying the stuff that's happening, but I don't know the fucking story. Like, what is, what are we doing? Like, we're just with Avengers trying to find out this opioid thing. I think, 
but like I don't really That's care exactly that. I don't really care that much. Um, but it's again, I, I don't care that much, but I like it. Like I watch it and I enjoy watching it every single week. But it's not much there, so I'm gonna give Revenger a C. Yeah, uh, I, it could get better. I actually don't really enjoy watching it that much, but it's it's a C. It's not it's because I don't think it's bad. It's just I don't know where the story is. Like there's no story sinking its teeth into me. Um, so it's just it reminds me of Bakamatsu Bad Boys, and that show was just mm. it had a story. It just was too childlike, and this one is less childlike, but it feels like. In that same direction without the story, so it's like really it's, getting anywhere. It's, it's average as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, my next one will be sugar apple, fa- sugar apple fairy tale. Um, Soldier lover. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, one of my carries for this season. Mm. Uh, I'm giving it a, a minus. Um, it is visually stunning. I love it. Uh. Well, it's like it's like that soft painted look. Yeah. Um, it's not heavy on action almost at all, but the action when they do give it give it to you is good. The character relations and how our main characters trying to navigate through the world, good. Um I'm I'm just overall like I'm sold on the concept of it. So yeah, A minus. Well, uh, for me, farming life in another world. I talked about this being my uh episode of the week this week. I give this a B. Super strong B. Matter of fact, let's B plus that motherfucker. Because again, this show is is so fucking cool, man. It's nothing special. It's nothing special. This is a polo ass anime, okay? Nothing happens really. He's just developing this farm that he's who was after he was transported to another world after a guy made a mistake when giving him a shitty life, and it's just him. It's funny because there's a situation. I'm, I'm a slight spoiler, I guess. There's a situation to where all these elves are coming into his his uh his village, right, and these elves are like all of our males are dead so but don't worry we could just create we could just create more 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 life now and he's like uh well i'm not he's like mentally saying like well good luck with it. he's telling them good luck with that he's like but i'm not gonna ask how they're gonna do that in his in his inner monologue knowing damn well that these elves are gonna try to sleep with him to reproduce but it's extremely it's extremely funny man it's, it's just it's a joy to watch because again, it's teaching you about farming. He's building different shit. It's just a cool ass, polo ass, chill ass anime that I couldn't recommend more. I'm I'm gonna need your grade on this one. Um, this campfire one. cooking. Oh shit! Okay, campfire cooking. Um, and hear me out when I say this. It's a B for me. Uh, campfire cooking, I think, is solid as fuck. So um, it's not like. I feel like it's not blowing me out the water. Yes. But I, I really enjoy turning it on and just watching it. Yes. Like, That's what I feel own, about farming life. <laughs> it's on. It, don't, it doesn't look bad. It doesn't like the, the characters ain't absolute garbage. The mm. conflict ain't, ain't, ain't through the roof in terms of conflict. But like it's, it's, it's clean, basic and enjoyable. And yes. I feel like that deserves a B, bro. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I believe it deserves a B too. Like, is it a B plus? Only because not it could be it could be though. Well, for me, farming life in another world is a B plus because of the characters to me are more palatable. While I like the characters in in camping campfire, they're just not as not as there as farming life, right? Like you just got the two basically. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You just got those two. The dev ain't really there. Um, 
in farm life there is so that's why that's the only reason why it's not a b plus for me personally but it is a fucking solid show man super it's a super b but it's not a b plus i like it man i like it a lot uh i'm gonna go to another one spy classroom spy classroom gets a whole uh c for me yes <laughs> I, I like the girls man the girls are fine the teacher's cool as hell the teacher is probably the coolest part about the entire show um but it's just not blowing me out. There's nothing really there blowing me out the water. It's kind of, it's kind of feel like I've repeated the first three episodes three times uh, or two times. Technically it's like one, two, three, and then one, two, three. And they've been basically the same episodes to me. So no, I guess the character growth is coming slowly with each individual girl, which is neat. But I, you know, I got a feeling when they pop off and the, when they go to a real mission versus anybody else but their teacher, they're going to pop off because they've been they've been getting better, which I think is dope, but it's predictable and it's just kind of OK. Definitely a C, probably C minus. I'm uh, I'm going to talk about one of the juggernauts of this season. Uh, this this episode almost got my episode of the week, and I think it, it deserves it in a lot, a lot of cases. But try gun stampede. Um, so fucking good. dude. It's so and, uncanny how good it looks. It's an ass fuck, bro. Bro, you're one one. Scene. Let me just talk about the scene real quick because I'm gonna give it an A too. Just just so y'all are aware, try gonna give it an A. But there, you know the scene where he was coming out of when uh uh the Punisher was coming out of the cell, right? Mm-hmm. And he fell when he fell forward and he was getting getting up to run. And he was picking up the the vials. That mm-hmm. looked so fucking good, like so it real, looked- so motion captured that it blew me. It blew my fucking mind. And let me hit you with a scene when he was getting fired at and, you know, Vash is falling on the ground and he, you can see like the way his legs crossed, even though like the, the little stumble with the leg cross was yeah. like, oh, point like that. And I, I know it's like, who's paying attention to these details, but like the motion in it, it don't feel off at all. Like it's solid. And I really enjoy it. Trigun Stampede is an A as fuck, bro. It's an A as fuck. It's an A as fuck. I'm going to go to a, a solid B plus for me. And I don't give a fuck what nobody says. You can't stop me. I'm going to do it anyway. But a B plus for me is the reincarnation of the world's strongest exorcist in another world. This fucking story is deep, deeper than I thought it was going to be. The characters are dope, doper than I thought they were going to be. And it's while I feel like it can, it, I feel like I know where it's going. I still don't feel like it's as predictable as it could have been. It's fucking sick, man. What's happening right now? They got a, they got all the typical stuff that you get in the Isekai. They got the strong character, but they got like depth to what's actually going on in the background of the overarching story that is quietly becoming unwrapped as our main character kind of fumble around and not fumble because he's not fumbling anything. He kind of knows exactly what the fuck he's doing while he go while he's going around and figuring this shit out. It's fucking great. This is this is a B for me. Hear me out. I didn't give it a uh, a B. Uh, I gave it a B minus. Uh, but it's yeah, it's good. I agree. It's way better than I mean. B minus. B minus is good. It's yeah. good. <laughs> it's it's solid. I don't. Know. What isn't good for you? I didn't say nothing wasn't good. It's a B minus. Where the minus come from? Uh, it's like an eighty percent. I don't know. So the animation is is okay. The characters are okay ish. Um, I don't have I don't, I don't have no problems with the characters. I just want I want more from the villains. Like I want to I want to get a solidified villain. 
about to say there is no villain, but that's what's so great about it because yeah. it's, it's depth. It's deeper than that. It's I want to solidify idea as to where the the problems are coming from. I guess for I this kind of concept, because yeah. I, I don't have any, I don't have anything wrong with it. I think it's like an eighty to eighty two percent. Like it's not bad. It's a it's a B. Okay. 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 <laughs> Damn, this oh. still, we, we still got so many to go. You nitpicking? Um, no, I think that's you. You nitpicking. <laughs> <laughs> Inspector, I really enjoy Inspector. Um, season two Inspector has been fire. Uh, I'm giving Inspector a B. Um, it's it's like right between like a B minus and a B. But yeah, Inspector has been really good this season for me. Uh, yeah, I think it's better than uh, I think it's I think Reincarnated is better than Inspector right now. So I'm gonna give this a B minus. It's good though. It's definitely good. It's the thing with Inspector. Sometimes I I have to like pause it and step away because I I start to get not overwhelmed but uh, yeah, bored. I know what you, mean. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, like I get I get bored. Not that it's not entertaining because it is. It's just so much dialogue. I'm just reading a book at like 90% of the show to be honest. But it's a really good book. You know what I'm saying? And I have ADHD so <laughs> sometimes I just have like oh fuck I can't I gotta take a break. You gotta be prepped for a book. <laughs> yeah, you gotta actually prep. Like uh, reading a book, a book for me is a fucking task because of my ADHD. It's so fucking hard for me to sit down and just focus and look at words. And that's pretty much all I'm doing with Inspector. But again, it's a really good book. So it's a B minus for me right now. It's, it's getting better though. It's doing nothing but getting better. Um. Oh, it's my turn. Sorry. Uh, it's one I'm surprised you ain't brought up yet. That's why I'm, I'm. There's a lot that I've, I'm still missing, but it's gonna be the ice guy uh, and his cool female colleague. This is going to get. This is gonna get an A minus. Okay, this is one of my. This is one of my carries this season. This shit is really fucking good. Like these characters are so fucking adorable. This is some of the most wholesome shit. Again, this is what I. This is what I feel like you felt when you watched the uh, the uh, magical powers omnip whatever. Yeah, the that same one. Power yes, there it is. It's just so fucking wholesome and sweet, and two fantastic characters again between the Ice Guy and his inner monologues being the most, <laughs> the most adorable, sweet thing, and the colleague who's just so so chill that she's you can't read her for shit. Um, I, it, I it's a good relationship. Thought, I one hundred percent thought we was gonna get the same grade. I gave it a B plus. Oh, okay, okay. Would I give it a minus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A minus for sure. It's good, man. It's fucking good. It's so sweet, man. It's so sweet, and it's nothing. It's this is one that I put on with it and just sit there like this. Watch the video version on Patreon. I sit there like this, <laughs> just fucking cheesy smile on my face. Like I love these two, man. This, and then I love. I, not only do I love those two, but I love the other two that's kind of in the background forming a little relationship. It's so cute, mm-hmm. man. It's so cute. <clears throat> All right, saving eighty thousand gold. Um, from another world. I forgot you watched that shit. Uh, it's a D. Mm. It's a D as fuck. It's a D as fuck. <laughs> it, 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 it's really high key. It's not even like... It just got boring fast. Yeah. That's all. They didn't know how to uh, perpetuate this system of making it actually interesting. So yeah, it's a D as fuck. Maybe a D plus, but it's a D. Well, this ain't the mid for Villain Saga. The most recent episode was the best episode yet. The most recent episode is why I love Villain Saga. It mm-hmm. was 
so fucking perfect. Like this episode, dude, if last episode was episode one and this episode was episode two, I will be ecstatic about Villain Saga right now. I will be so fucking ecstatic right now. But because we got what we got, and I know, again, this isn't even close to the middle. So take this. This is like a, a pinch of salt. This is not going to have an effect over the overall grade as a whole. But I think Villain Saga right now, but before this episode, would have been a D. But because of this most recent episode, gets a C. For sure, gets a C. Um, but this most recent episode can is literally carrying the rest of the season for me. It was so fucking perfect, man. Seeing Canute yeah. and the way he fucking moves, it. I was so happy to see Canute again, like <laughs> and Thorkel. Like I was so happy to see those two again. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is what I like Villain Saga for. This is what I watch this shit for. And it was movement. It was chop, 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 chop. Go, 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 go. And it was this, this, this. And then the way he became king, the way they explained it, the way it looked, the way it moved was brilliant. Fucking the conversations meant things. And oh my god! Everything. Yes, it was brilliant. All pertinent information. This episode was a was an A plus. Ten um, out of ten episode. Everything else before this, like you said, was D. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this is definitely a, a because of this episode, it can get a C because if you got yes. four C's and one A plus or 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 four D's, you know this this brings it up to like a D plus to like a C because this was this Absolutely. was on the whole. It was great. Again, this one isn't even in the middle, so we can't really count this per se as far as the overall grade for the midterms but it's good um and what you got i think that's it right uh i don't think that i have anything else that i'm watching Kana the great snow it's a c okay Okay, that was one that I did see from the listeners. This is a long ass episode. I'm s- sorry, y'all. I know I know a lot of y'all like our long episodes, but sorry, dude, I was we was moving though. Um, so with that being said, with all of our grades given, now let's talk about our carries real quick. Not carry, like talking about them, but our main carries for the season. I'll go first. Okay, Angel next door is the number one carry for me. Number two carry is Kubo won't let me be invisible. Number three carry is uh, the Ice Guy and his colleague for me. Uh, number four carry. If I had to pick my number four carry, um, would probably be Misfit Demi King. And then, no, I'm sorry, Trigon number two, Kubo number three, Ice Guy after that. So yeah, those are my four carries for sure, without a doubt, no question in my mind. But with everything else adding adding up the score, damn man, it's it's crazy because I I was able to get a glance at what the people said, and I'm kind of in the same boat as them. This shit is like a B this season. Yeah, um, I I did a tally of all my scores. I ended up with a like just doing the 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 B's to the D's and the F's and then to the medium. It's it literally ends up to the middle score being a B minus. Okay, so you got a B minus and I got a B, which sounds about right for me too then, in that case. Again, we're not counting My Hero, but My Hero's fantastic. I'm going to just say that now. We're going to talk about it in the second half of this, the show for spoilers. Uh, I don't think we really need to go into any other spoilers other than My Hero, because we kind of talked about a lot of it here during the midterms, but My Hero has been great. Uh, yeah, let's get, let's get into some of the peoples. Maybe comment on what they got to say, shall we? Let's see. All right. Where do I want to start here? We got one from... Nope, you don't follow us, so I'm not going to read yours. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what if I... Whoa, what's your reply to our tweet and not even be a part of the community? It's crazy. 
Maybe they don't know. Maybe they listen to the podcast. That's cap. <laughs> <laughs> it's another podcast. Um, hey, it's it's so good to see uh, Black Damzilla. Mm. Black Damzilla says the magical revolution of reincarnated princess and the genius young lady, handyman Salto in another world, sugar happy fairy tale is a surprise. It surprised me the most. High card trigun vash, uh, a trigun stampede, and the and and the white nonsense uh, that is Vinland Saga really stand out. <laughs> the white nonsense that is Vinland Saga really stand out. Black Damsel is hilarious. He says for the new anime, it's a B plus. All the genres are uh, are represented pretty well. The white nonsense yeah. that is Vinland Saga <laughs> <laughs> that tickled me. B plus, uh, pretty good. Yeah, B plus sounds solid. Uh, remember, let's be real though. Like, there are some seasons where we could give them like B pluses, but I think a B for any season means that they've got some fire that season. Yes, and there is some great stuff this season to watch. I wish I would remember what we gave last season. I don't remember. Maybe we should keep mm-hmm. this. You 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 got this written down? Can you just put yeah. me me as a B two? And yeah. inside the notes. Okay. Uh, let's go to our homie TCBNYC. What our brother? He says. Uh. I'm going to break this down in two replies. He said, it's a solid B. We definitely got a lot of qua- uh, quantity quantity this season, and some of it has been top qu- uh, quality even. A lot of variety this season. That, it, that said, I also feel like the quantity is what's a determinant at the same time with the delays and stuff, if you know what I mean. Yeah, right. good point. Very good point. He says, uh, that's, he says a nice way of saying that they're making too much damn anime to keep up with producing it at all, basically. <laughs> and and to, to go with that, like high key, if Nier was still 100%, like no, no way, Nier is an A. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, I, it's hard to give it an A because it was only three episodes in, but, but those I, episodes were all great. So fire, bro. Um, so fire. They all sound good, look good. They they give you detail detail that I, I haven't played the game and I feel like I'm immersed. So yeah, near if it had continued would I put it on this list. It's an A, and I would instantly jump from a B minus to a B. Yeah, you know, very so true. that's what I'm saying. It's like if if some of these things that were going to keep continuing were still here, it would it would definitely boost this up a little bit more. Man, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more with that. Shout out to the father of Vash, aka the homie Dad Needs to Talk. Make sure you go check out Dad Needs to Talk podcast. Love his show. Uh, thank you for Dad Needs to Talk for coming through my Harry Potter stream. We appreciate you stopping by and tossing that sub my way. It means a lot. He said, overall, it's a B plus for me. Watching and enjoying way more than I anticipated going into the season. Carrying slash his faves is Angel Next Door, Campfire Cooking, Trigun, and Buddy Daddies. Even uh, Kana the Great Snow Sea has a solid surprise. Solid variety, solid variety of shows this season. Fuck, dude. Yeah. When I'm talking a lot, I always tend to stumble over my words. Now, while I I do typically agree with uh, Father of Bash, the one thing I want to disagree with is the solid variety of shows. Because I'm gonna be real, all of this this season, most of what I'm watching this season feels like slice of life. Mm. And yeah, I agree. I feel like the the I mean it's there, right? You got yeah, but Spy Classroom have, isn't really a slice of life, even though it's been mostly that. But we don't Daddy's. have like that that super high quality action anime this season. Try gun. But it, it hasn't gotten to that point yet, you know? 
Trigun, yeah. But like we got one super high quality action anime. Whereas like we've had seasons where we had like Fire Force oh, God, um, yeah. and, and other stuff stacked on top Demon of it. Slayer, you know? Doctor so Stone I'm even. saying like this season, and I, it's not like a it's not to, to to say this this season's not good because of it, but like the 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 amount of shows like like was said previously mixed with like there is some good stuff mixed in here uh, but i would like to see like a like we got really good slice of life this season i would yeah. like to see really good psychological i would like to see really good actual action outside I of trigon because trigon was gonna be fire regardless yeah too but you know near was gonna be fire yeah but villain saga i think it's gonna be fire too we just ain't that ain't at that point yet to say like villain saga's action is on point this I, season you know yeah yeah you're right it, it's just Plus a little it. early to, to to say that boom I can digest that and say that's exactly what it is that's well said yeah no that's a valid good point yeah dude the, the variety really ain't much there huh we got mystery and inspector and whatnot but you know inspector hasn't kicked into full gear I think the previous episode of inspector was like one of the better episodes for the oh. mystery in terms of when they bring in the cousin again every time they bring her up it's like she waifu shit in detail bro I love her too by the way uh season so far for uh, uh oh sorry this is the homie that I forgot to mention his his sleeper was high card unfortunately but <laughs> his name on Twitter is Frederick Douglass which is hilarious but it's uh TK does nothing shout out to TK does nothing he's been rocking with us for a while but he says the season overall so far is a B minus individual anime for him here's some grades Ice Guy is one of his tops which is an A plus Buddy Daddies which is one of his tops an A plus Tomo Chan is a girl which is one of his tops an A Villain Saga Villain Saga B plus Don Machi which I forgot was the core two this this season B plus Campfire Cooking, B+, Misfit Demon King Academy, B, Revenger, C+, Fire Hunter, Fire Hunter, C, High Car, C, Madagari, uh, C, and Kana, C. And he said, you know. sorry, he said, uh, and obviously the ones that are carrying their eyes, God, Buddy Daddies, and Tomo-chan. Um, Don Machi completely forgot because I always binge it. Yeah, same. That is such a good series, bro. It is. I was I thinking like about it. Don Machi when you were talking about uh, what the hell show are you talking about? Um, it was something you said that it just wasn't hitting, but I was like, so it's like Don Machi, but not done well. Um, but either way, <laughs> I love, yeah, I can't wait to, to binge this part of Me Don too, Machi. <laughs> Me too. Well, I, the whole first season is, I think, dubbed now. So oh, the first, the first core of this most recent season is dubbed now. So that's pretty sick. Next up is our girl, Crystal. Shout out to Crystal. I love her. Patreon supporter. She's been supporting us for a while. She's absolutely fantastic. Um, but she says, overall, I give this season so far a B. Outside of a couple of shows, the majority of what I'm watching has been enjoyable. New show that is carrying is the ice guy and his uh, cool colleague. Fe- and his cool female colleague. Angel is damn near tied, though. Oh, damn near tied with Angel is so much better. Sorry, sorry, that was me uh, paraphrasing Crystal because I disagree with her. And then I reoccurring, yeah, for sure. Reoccurring is uh, Misfit Demon King Academy. You, you know we fuck Crystal when uh, Misfit came back. We were all excited for that. Is that it? Let me make sure I didn't, I didn't miss anybody. Besides the person that don't follow us, um, or the podcast that don't follow us. <laughs> Uh, that's me being petty, by the way. Um, it's okay to be petty sometimes. Yeah, no, you can't you can't participate if you ain't winning it. You know what I'm saying? 
Oh shit, somebody, a couple of people, I forgot to follow back. I'm sorry, y'all. We follow everybody back. We ain't bourgeois. I thought you was bougie. No, hell no. I ain't even close. Sweet, that's it. That's everybody. So, I mean, after listening to that, it's a we all are in the same place. While our tops are different, right? We are all, all right. in the same place. B. You got B minus, right? I got a B minus. You got a B. Yeah. So we're going to keep track of that by the time this season ends and go from there. Wow. With that being said, we're going to get our recommendation roulette in here. My turn roll the year, right? Yes, sir. Holy schmoly. Long episode. But we only spoiling my hero. So no. An angel next door. Can we spoil angel next door too? You good with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. I just want to talk. I love talking about that show. Oh, I guess we add in 2023, huh? No, 2022. I'm, I'm a doofus. I was like, what? 17. <laughs> and it's 12, 1230 in the morning already. 2017. Have we done 17 yet? I don't know. All right. 2017. Interesting season. Oh, God, that was Black Clover. Jesus. Oh, unfortunate. Um, 2017. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we did do 2017 before because I think I recommended this. Masamune Kun's Revenge. Definitely. Yeah, we definitely did this year before. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'm recommending. Hell yeah. Okay. You go first, though. Well, we talked about this anime I'm going to recommend this year uh, a little bit earlier. The anime I'm recommending is Juni Tyson Zodiac Wars. Why you do uh, that to these people? <laughs> <Those stinks. laughs> because it's not it's if you just want some action, it's okay to go in and watch some action. You ain't gotta don't get invested in the characters because it doesn't matter. That's just true. go in and, and enjoy the, the meathead of it. Enjoy the meathead of it. Just go in and just say, I want to see things die. And that's what you'll get. Now, now while I disagree with this writing wholeheartedly, okay. If you want a little mess, slice of life, okay? Love li- love and lies. Love and lies I talked about on this show before. It's it's a fucking great slice of life that is very, very messy. That is extremely that'll have you like, ah, come on, you know? Ah, come on, come on, man. No, come on, no. But it's like, it's good, man. It's good. Uh I'm I've been reading the manga. I stopped reading the manga, but I need to pick it back up. To uh to finish it because I, I want to see the manga ending opposed to the anime ending, but love Li- love and lies is a very interesting show with a very interesting situation that I think that a lot of people would would um would like. It's when you look at love and lies, it's the recommendations for it is domestic girlfriend and scum's wish. So if you're familiar with those two anime, you'll realize what kind of anime this is. Very 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 interesting story all right we're gonna take this quick break and when we come back we're going to spoil my hero and angel next door spoils me riding we'll be right back did you give your recommendation or am i yeah i gave mine you said love and lies yeah love and lies love and lies all right cool i just wanted to make sure i got the right thing you got it we'll be right back after these
And welcome black to episode 191, the palindrome of my check waifu waifu. Uh, we're going to spoil episode 19 of My Hero. And then episode six of The Angel Next Door spoils me rotten. Uh, another fucking fantastic episode of My Hero. I'm loving this pacing. I'm loving this, this progression. Everything about this season has been absolutely perfect. I think this is more, more better than season one of My Hero. And I love season one of My Hero. I 100% think this is the best season of My Hero that's ever been. Because of the pacing. Because of everything that's happening. Everything that's happened has been so memorable. I, again, the difference between this season and the last two seasons is that I don't remember shit in the last two seasons other than the big epic moments, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I remember every single thing that happened this season. And we're about to be 20 episodes in. Like None of that shit has been forgettable. Everything has been progressive smooth outside of those two episode swaps that were weirdly placed. Like that shit didn't make any sense still to this day. I would never get, but I think it's been absolutely perfect. And this fucking watching Deku pop off in his quote unquote vigilante form is fucking phenomenal. It's so good. It's so good. He got the he we starting to see the more the mo the mo heroes, the quirks or whatever. Which is the fucking smoke screen is is fucking awful. Like that's a terrible skill. But I guess if you have all the other skills put together with the rest, it's pretty fucking cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but it's pretty lame. It's pretty lame when you think about it. And when you think about it, the black whip is lame as fuck too. All like the shit is lame as fuck, pretty much. That, and that, they said that in this episode. None of their quirks are showstoppers. <laughs> but you put them together, and you can do. Almost anything because he can fly. The Black Whip is quite literally he's Spider Man, mm-hmm. um, and we know that because Horikoshi's favorite uh, superhero is Spider Man, so that's why he uh, did the Black Whip. Mm-hmm. And then um, the smoke screen in the danger sense, you know, that's Spider Sense. Spider Sense. Yep. The, the smoke screen though, like it's funny in, in my mind because I'm like, it's also been powered up. Like all these quirks, imagine them in their original forms. I mean, imagine them getting this significant power boost they've gotten from being built up over over the years, yeah. and they were probably even more ass. <laughs> probably even that's worse. True. Back then. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, because that smoke screen is fucking terrible. I'm like, even him using it now is just fucking. All right, he's using it to conceal himself, which is, I guess, cool. But I'm like, okay, bro, you're just smoking. So let somebody just with a, enough strength to just blow that shit away, and you're. You're regular. Like I don't understand why muscle man ain't do that. It's fucking just clap like the hawk. He's an idiot. That's true. He is stupid. You're right. So so what do you think about um the beginning of the episode though, where we have like the 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 high school student heroes or the provisional heroes going out trying to talk to the civilians, say, Hey, we need you guys to come back. You know, uh it's not safe here. And what they say to the provisional heroes. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I completely understandable, man. Like in a sense, you got everybody has corks in this world. Um, which is pretty much established. They said I think they said in the last episode ninety eighty or percent of the population has corks or something like that. I can't remember the exact percentage. But it was somewhere up on a higher percentile of, of people have corks. So like they all have corks, they and they after what happened, they all feel like what happened and what that stupid ass Toya did, they all feel like 
you know, we could do this shit better because they stopped a few thugs that were in in a basic jail. Like they stopped a few thugs themselves and now they got, listen, we could do this shit ourselves. Let's just do this shit ourselves. Let's come together as a community and stop this shit ourselves. You can't blame them for feeling that way after the bullshit they went through, after they watch heroes quit, after they watch heroes turn, turn tail and literally run in some cases, after they seen, and again, you understand the heroes and why they did it because it was emotionally scarring. Like it was, it was PTSD driven what they went through watching uh, uh, the Max and fucking all these people just get just get dead in an instant. You know what I'm saying? Like it's fuck. Like you understand every piece of the societal portion of what the fuck is going on in this world. The provisional heroes sending the kids out to do it probably a terrible idea though. It's all they got though. It's all they got. And that's exactly what I was about to say next. It's, but it's all they have. This is the only opportunity they have to try to get as many people as possible to come back to uh to what the academy called again? UA or any of the major schools. Yeah, any major school or whatever. I get it, man. I get it. I was like, fuck, man. Like I'm not even mad at the civilians for saying what they said. I'm not mad at the professional heroes for trying their best. And then muscle pops out. Uh <laughs> And it fucks them up. Fucks them up so bad. Everybody up. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. And then what to watch Deku pull up on him and like with the calm, cool, collected. This is the best I've ever seen Deku. I like him being calm, cool, and collected like this. I'm like, oh. Now now I now I got y'all help. I will say this. This is um that was an a, a crazy good fight. Wish it was more to it than what it was. It kind of was over really quick. I get why mm-hmm. it wasn't. I will say this though, um, just to kind of move on. I feel like I'm rushing through this, but I'm not trying to because it's really not much to say. Deku came through; he kicked ass. It was awesome. The smoke screen sucks. That's a shitty power, even if it's powered up. Uh, but it's really fucking cool to see the the My Hero Avengers, Best Genius, mm-hmm. Hawks, Endeavor, All Might, and Deku. That's fucking sick, man. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking love that. I love that because they they all know now. There's no secrets between them. That they all know what they have to do, and they about to work on it, and they about to get to it. And you you got to think more heroes are probably going to get added to that. The Todorokis, the the uh, you know the show. What's his name? Show Shoto. Bakugo yeah. Shoto. Yeah, they all gonna come eventually. So it's just gonna get it's gonna get even better. But you just better hope it's not too late. And that's and that's what I'm looking forward to the most. So, and, and I just want to talk and t- touch on the muscle fight real quick. You know why I had to end fast because it's supposed to show the the difference between mm-hmm. uh, Deku Deku's then and now. Yep. yep, Deku back then used 100 percent power and knock him out. This time he used 45 percent power. Yep, and just in a smarter him. way. Yep. Yeah, it was, clean. Just, it's fire. It, was it was clean, beautiful. Um, just to show the the growth there, but also uh, it's only it's been I think I think the transition they say has been a couple months since the last big fight. So is, is that your gut check? You think they're gonna come back? Are they gonna get together? Or what do you think happens next episode? Sure, I don't. And this is this has been what it's been for me lately. Again, I don't care to give gut checks on my hero because you know what I am going to say though is I'm going to talk about the the next episode preview the next episode preview being I saw what looked to have been the other two heroes that's kind of like hidden away from his power from his you know from coming together as the team that is the other what not other eight uh, 
um, users of all, of all for one. One for all? One for all? Yeah, one for all. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen because they showed him and they actually showed his face this time. I'm very interested to see what this is about to be and what power this is. I don't give a fuck if it's a flashback. I need to see what the fuck this is going to be. <laughs> like, I need to know what those two were hiding from us because they were like, you don't hide those two for no reason, right? Like, you don't just hide them unless they got some dope shit. So, I'm pseudo expecting. Now, maybe I'm just getting my hopes up. I'm I'm expecting it to be some dope shit. So, that's I what I'm looking forward to the you, most. You ain't got no speculation after seeing them at all? I don't. You got any? No, okay. I, no clue. No clue. But I know they're going to fight that one waifu chick, though. The one cute one. Um, <laughs> I don't know her fucking name. The demon. I don't know her name, but she's hot. Certainly a demon. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna say nothing. They said her name, Lady Nagat. Yeah, Nagat. Nagat. I'm looking forward to seeing what that's about to be about. You ain't seen her pictures on? You seen her pictures already? What? No, they showed her in their like episode, two episodes yeah. ago when she first started breaking out of the jail. As soon as she hit the manga, everybody on the internet was like, Lady Nagat. They leaked all kind of pictures. They I'm like, come on, man. No, I didn't see I, I didn't see none of those. I only saw her when she was breaking out of the jail and she started talking. I'm like, damn, she cute as fuck. And then they showed the preview of her, and I'm like, oh, damn, she's even cuter than I thought. <laughs> she's definitely yeah, like full yeah. material. I love her so far. We'll see what's about to happen because apparently he's about to fight her. It'll be pretty cool, I think. Um, next up, though, the show I, I just love to talk about more than any other show, I think, since More Than a Married Couple. And that's Angel Next Door Spoils Me Rotten. This is the Valentine's Day episode and the White Day episode. Again, I love that. I love when they do that, the pacing of it. Kind of speed it up a little bit. So we don't mm-hmm. need to see it in between. They're starting to crack, man. They're both starting to crack. And it's beautiful, though, right? It is. It it's is. It's really good to see them. Um, and I think, I think so. The way that they're, like you said, they're cracking, right? The way that they're cracking is different for each of them, but it's very enjoyable for how their characters are, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because we talked about, like you said, this is the Valentine's Day episode. She doesn't give Valentine's Day gifts to guys because she said that their reactions would never stop. They're not going to go the way that she would like for them never, to go, so yeah. she never does it, which completely makes sense. 100%. Um, he is not giving out Valentine's Day gifts to nobody because that's just not really his prerogative, uh, not his normal forte. Well, dudes um, in Japan, dudes don't. Yeah. They, they receive, they don't give. Yeah, but... uh. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess I didn't necessarily necessarily know, but White Day is when they give mm-hmm. things to the girls, right? Exactly. Yeah. Which is just Sweetest Day, which is which is backwards for us because normally it's right. we give for, the, for Valentine's Day and they give for Sweetest. I digress. Sorry. But it was nice to see that, like you said, with the the crack, right? How they're cracking. She is being more. I guess. I'm not even gonna say vulnerable, but it's like she is allowing mm. things that she would not allow with other guys, right? The the touching of her hand. Clearly never she would never allow that to happen with anybody else. Right. And then the amount of time they spend together, the blushing, she she the way she reacts to the things that he does. She is showing more and more in the conversation pieces that they have and how she talks to him and addresses the thing that she wants him to do yeah. around her. She's being more open about it. Like, no, yes. do this and be, be this guy or whatever you want to do. You have a chance. And, and, you know, she's been doing that since like what episode three or something like that, more or less building him up on that. Like you can do this. Um, but him, on the other hand, he's cracking on the inside in terms of like, 
Man, yo, she really does look like a young wife. Um, he's falling in love. He's falling, and it's it's like the 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 way he's doing it. He's trying. You can tell he's trying to Carpenter. be respectful. Yep. Yep. He's trying to comp, uh, carp. What's the word? I'm looking for? I always fuck up on this word. Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking for too damn long. But yes, he's he's trying to do that while understanding these feelings. Like he's like. He's like, I'm fucking up because he know he knows that he doesn't know, but he feels like, you know, she doesn't know she doesn't deserve me type shit, which is wrong completely. Like he's the perfect guy for her, the perfect guy. And he doesn't realize that because why would he? Right. And it's it's just it's just so fucking amazing. It's an amazing feeling watching this show again. Like I said, I feel like we need to start the progression, but I think this is. Whoever direct, whoever ad- ad- adapted this show, I need to f- actually let me figure that out now. I need to know who adapted this show because they adapted it so perfect. Uh, Luau, Lua, Lua Wang, what mm-hmm. they're doing is perfect because this is episode six that we just watched, and what we just watched is like you everything you explained to a T was perfect because it's 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 about this crack right here, this break on both character sides. He's literally falling in love. She's literally opening it up more because she's falling in love, obviously. Like, she's starting to get it. Like, she's starting to feel like we sh- we could be more, um, right. especially after what happened in the episode before this one. So, it's starting to become... It's, next, it has to become... The, the second half has to become the push forward into them um, figuring out what they want to do. And again... We still don't have anything about our life, which I think this is where we're the second half. Opening. Yeah. It, this has to be the half that we do because the first half we got all his and now we have to get all hers. I think if this director is what I think this director is, he's, they're killing it. I think that's where it has to go next. Let me see what did they direct anything else? Nope. This is the only thing this fucking these people are fantastic. This is the first thing they've do, each done. The director, what, what about the character design? Okay, the character designer has done way, a lot of shit. A lot of slice of life. Yeah. I mean, regardless, the, the creator of this show has clearly given them everything to work with. Because, She's amazing. God damn. She's perfect. <laughs> I'm telling you, these, these women kill it when it comes to the slice of life shit. They got that because they're more in touch. They're more in tune. We could be honest here. They're more in tune with how this shit goes. But to write a male character as good as she she's done here is special. It's almost Absolutely like to be special. raising boys out here. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, again, this I think this show might even the, the look of it. I think this show might be a ten out of ten on the my check wife wife full scale. If I had to it early look, it early rate it, look, look very fucking good. Yeah, uh, I, I I can uh, back you on that. Currently, yeah. uh, it's just fire. It this, is it is high, quite literally the carry for the season. One hundred percent. Now this is where we can gut check because we both don't know what the fuck is going to happen next. What you thinking, man? I guess I already really gave mine, but Valentine's Day, White Day. I feel like those are very uh, specific moments, right? This mm. is a halfway point. This is also a turning point. So mm. things get more serious going forward. Like you said, we, we like you said, we have to get either either we get her backstory or we get some kind of uh I'm not I don't want to say commitment, 
but some kind of understanding to where yeah. like this is this is progressing. Let's you let's know what I mean? let's talk. You know, let's go through the talking phase. I don't know if the Japanese people go. They probably don't, but <laughs> they. This is probably something like that. Just that's opening up. I will say, I feel like um, I never wanted a flashback more than I do right now. <laughs> <laughs> like never what? in my life, I really want her to see what's up with her and her family and what's going on there. I need that because it's just a mystery to him, to to us, to him. You know, and I think that's where he needs to go next. You know, it's absolutely does. So I think that's where we need to go next. I think we need to know where this is all coming from, why she's the way she is, and how she manages it. I just need it. It's, just, it's a perfect show. It's an absolute perfect show. Uh, And I, I'm going to say this. While I love this show, you may not believe me. But I still love more than a married couple just the same. I think they're both equal yet different. Ooh, pregnant pause. I like that. Currently, more than a married couple has a little bit more of a reserved spot in my heart. Mm. But I feel like these characters are so on point. Yeah. That once we hit the, the the finale of this or the climax of this season that I won't have a choice, but to place them there. <laughs> like they go, they got to go there. They got to, yeah. um, cause more than the married couple is top five in my slice of life, uh, currently, but yeah. I haven't watched as much slice of life as you. Um, and but that's it's, not a bad it, place to put it. It's top five right now. Um, and I could definitely see this sliding in top five too. Yeah, probably. Yeah. More than likely. If it continues on this trajectory, it's looking looking bleak for <laughs> for top five sites of lives. All right. I'm at Polo Born on social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social media is at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, Mike And as always. Mike, check, 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 check. You're now tuned into Mike, check, waifu, waifu.